0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. This is the Stone Genius Podcast. My name is Roe. I'm the Stone Genius. Welcome. Hey, today's show is coming out super late, A. B is probably going to be super short, and C is not going to be about anything except Tampa Bay sports. Well, I take that back. I will talk about why this show is late and why it's about Tampa Bay sports. So first of all, why the show is late. So I recorded this episode yesterday. I usually try to record the day in advance. So it's there. It just comes out at midnight. So wherever you are, it comes out midnight, I think, my time. So Central Time USA. So whatever that time deciphers to or translates to in your time, that's when it should be available. However, today it wasn't. Yesterday's episode, I recorded a normal episode about an hour long. I ended up being pissy and mad. Now, I will tell you, I want to thank Constantina for giving me the subject of incels. I'm not sure that I had to I, some of the video I had seen about incels. I had seen those news article, I mean those news feeds before. However, I didn't pay, I paid attention to what had happened, not the causation of, uh, of what they were or anything like that. So I, I was unaware of the term, which I even mentioned. I had to ask Constantino what incels was. I didn't even know what that was. So it's involuntary celibate, if you have not listened to the last couple of shows. The only thing that this has done for my life, the on, let me, let me do, say the only positive thing, that knowing about incels has done for my life is I now believe that I work with a lot of incels. Bobby and I talked about this a couple years ago. A lot of the people at my work, which are less than half my age, I'm 54. Most of the people I work with are between 20 and 25. There are a couple that will go up to about 30 years old, and they're all white males. Go figure. It's almost like they hire that way. However, I digress. They would call me a Chad, and when I would ask, because many of them would say that, and I would ask, and I would always get little different variations on the answer. Basically, it was just like someone that was smooth and good, but they they used to always say with a caveat that I was nice to geeks. So I guess how, that's how they term themselves, because I'm nice to them, so I don't know. But that was something that I had mentioned to Bobby and we we have discussed before in the past. And then it's weird that when I find out about incels, that's what a chat is. So the only positive that I know about learning about incels is that I may work with some incels. So I now I know because of the terminology, because I was in the dark. And if they don't listen to the podcast when I go back, now that I am more in tune to the terminology that they use, it will be... More interesting now that, because I would like to know if any of them are incels or any of them, how angry are they and what are their belief systems? Gosh, thinking that a woman is second class is a pretty good way to make sure you never have a first date. I'm just saying, and word travels. So if you think that you're only saying something to some person, you're not. You're saying it to many people. Anywho, anyhow, anyway, today's episode so it was a regular hour-long show today, and I've done five additional iterations of that show today since I got up this morning. Some of them have been very short. I think the shortest was like four and a half minutes long, and the longest was another full show before I pulled the plug. I don't want it to be angry. There are enough shows out there that are angry and there's enough reason for me to be angry about being so much smarter and so much more beautiful than everyone else that I just don't have the play. I I know I'm going to come off as angry and I know you're saying to yourself, you're angry on every show. I get it. I am sure that I am. But it's a different set of angry. Sometimes I'm angry because of you know, a situation happened or this, for instance, and it's frustrating, which may bring out a hint of anger in me. Sometimes you just run into people that you don't like. That being said, we're going to jump into the main topic of today's show. And I know there's a few of you still left out there that transitioned from talking Tampa Bay sports with Roe to the Stone Genius. So A, you may have been really excited because I'm going to use my thumbnail art from Talking Tampa Bay Sports with Rowe. And then you may be interested in talking about sports instead of talking about Stoner Genius stuff. And I don't blame you. Now, I will tell you the reason that I stopped doing that show and it was so hard is like Monday night's game. First game of the Stanley Cup playoffs, the Lightning, Tampa Bay Lightning are playing the Toronto Maple Leafs. Here's some history. Some recent history, some not so recent history. Recent history is the Lightning have won the last two Stanley Cups. No one has won th- three or more in a row since the Islanders did it four times in a row from 80 to 83. So, me personally, I know eventually we're going to lose. I would like to say we'll win every Stanley Cup till the end of time. That is not how that works. So I know that we will lose. I am extremely excited. We have two over the moon that we have, or ex- we now have three Stanley cup championships. Uh, what I meant to say was I'm excited that we won it two years ago and I'm over the moon that we want it back to back. We're going to lose at some point. I like the way Toronto plays the game of hockey. Um, unless they're playing us. If you hear me talk about a sports team, you will find that it is very different when I talk about that sports team in general as opposed to when I talk to them when they're involved in a competitive match or series with one of my Tampa teams. So generally, I am very appreciative of Toronto. I love the town, their sports team. I like their colors. They're blue and white. Hello. We look like we're playing ourselves out there or they're playing themselves because they were first. They're an original six team. Um so there are a lot of benefits to uh to Toronto. Um, one of the bad things is for Toronto as fans, being an original six club, is they have not won the Stanley Cup since 1967. And just to put this into perspective, you've ever seen on Instagram a picture of me? If you if you know me personally and you see me, I am was born in 1967, so I am the same age as someone that that uh was born the year the cup was. So if someone looks at me, they like if they were alive if they were alive when the Stanley Cup last time it was won. Say they were 20 years old. They were university students. They they won. They were excited. They thought, "Oh my gosh, you know, this is going to be brilliant way to start off my 20s." Well, those people are now almost 75. Waiting for Stanley Cup number, not number two, but the next one to come. That's a lot. That's a hard. That's something that's difficult. Like, I was like before the playoffs started, like during the season, if I would have talked to someone about their team, if they would have been professing how good they were, I would have said, yes, but how many Stanley Cups do you have? And actually, I wouldn't have done that. I would have been more direct and pointed out that they have not been able to escape the first round in a few years. So that has been their downfall, no matter how good they were in the regular season. So that was one thing that was funny on Monday night. They win 5-0. Um, it is what it is. One nothing, 1-0, nothing. I know 5, you're like, hey, what's going on with the goal? Whatever. It's still a loss. They can come back from that. But the Toronto fans. Now, once again, I will mention, I love Toronto as a city. I love toronto Titians. Toronto, people from Toronto. I love them. No, I don't love them. I have been appreciative of them while I've been there. That they were kind to me and receptive of my visit. But they fucking were acting like they had won the Stanley Cup. And even the announcers, it was funny because I had mentioned that to Bobby. And right after I mentioned that to Bobby, after the game was over, the announcers were like, "Uh, looks like they may be scheduling the parade for tomorrow. And I just, I mean, I, I don't know what to say. No one has played more hockey in the last three years than the Tampa Bay Lightning. So, I mean, we, I just think that's humorous. You know, it, it's one of those things when you celebrate and everyone's kind of like, what? That's how I'm doing. I, I just, am, I'm in the what stage. I don't understand why you're trying to, why you're celebrating like that. Um. Because it was one fucking game because now I would feel really bad if they end up losing the series, especially this first-round series. Oh, devastating. Devastating is what that would be for them. i feel bad. I also want to talk about the Rays. God, I love baseball. I don't. You know, it's weird that I, I've been getting back into baseball. A lot of it has to do with my inability to play other video games. That being said, the only video game that I can play right now is MLB The Show. Because when I bat and pitch, I can, for my right hand, I can just push a button. I'm just pushing ABXY. So I don't need my thumb to do the right thumb controller. And here's something about me. As a professed card-carrying genius, that I have found that growing up, that I was often either not provided instruction like I needed to Or people thought, oh, well, they're so far advanced on everyone else that we will leave them alone. And I I mean, I remember, so, and the reason I say this is in baseball, so now that I'm playing baseball and I'm doing the pitching and stuff, I am learning more about, like, they'll give you tutorials and stuff. This is the first time I've played a baseball game. Um, Not the first time, but extensively a baseball game. And so they'll give you some tutorials. And I I had never thought about, I wasn't a pitcher. So I always played in the field. Uh, I enjoyed first base the most just because it was the most involved growing up that you get a lot of infield grounders and a lot of throws and things like that. So I felt it's first base. I wanted to be involved. I hated staying in the outfield. I could cover a lot of ground. I played outfield a lot. I just didn't like being in the outfield. Because you may get a handful of balls at most hit to you during the game. I remember being – I remember – there's weird things that you remember. You know, I don't remember – total seasons, but I remember little snippets from games. Uh, something that I did, um, something that I said, something that I yelled at other batters or something like that. I, I mean, I can remember, it's like I close my eyes and it's like I'm literally there seeing it. And it's weird that I remember being in outfield yelling at a batter to swing, batter, batter, swing, or something like that. And then... um and the reason I remember that is I remember, and I can be loud. So I'm out in center field screaming at this batter to swing at a pitch. And they hit a line drive right to me. I, I don't even think, I, I don't remember moving. I'm sure I probably did or something. And as I remember, I probably just stuck a, one hand up and speared it and just looked cool. Probably, even though I was in my teens, I probably had a cigarette in my mouth. That's how cool... I am remembering. I didn't smoke at that age, but it just seems that when I'm thinking about it, I was that cool. But I never thought about it. When I went to bat, I never thought about this pitch is going to be thrown in this situation. They're going to be targeting whatever. But I was never taught how to hit. Also, and one thing that's weird is when I watch the this video game is when they show like a hit or a home run being hit, you can see how their wrists rotate over. so what I would be you'd be you'd call it in golf an early release. I would swing through the ball, so I was not a power hitter, but I was always able to control things. I was able to hit home runs every once in a while, but I think a lot of that had to do that I was more advanced. Physically, I was always much taller. And sometimes that comes with physics. Your lankiness can add a different dimension to physics that a short, stocky person may not be able to. Um, but I look at that, and I'm like, I was never taught how to hit. I didn't know for the longest time, even though I played a ton of golf, what an early release was. Uh, in my swing for many years. And I was never taught. And so playing this game, I have become more appreciative of what goes on. Because I just went up there and I waited and uh, the ball. If I thought I could get the bat on the ball, I did it. There was nothing to me thinking about, man, they've thrown two straight fastballs. I wonder if they'll throw another fastball. I mean, to me, honestly, I i don't know. I would like to now know, and I'd have to be behind some plexiglass because someone would plunk me. There's a good baseball story coming up about my cousin. Someone would plunk me. Uh, but I would like to know whether I could tell a pitch. I think I could tell a pitch that's 15 miles per hour difference. Like if you had a... 95-mile-an-hour fastball and 80-mile-an-hour changeup. I think I could probably tell the difference of that coming in. But could I tell the difference between a 95-mile-an-hour fastball and a 92-mile-an-hour cutter? I don't know. Like I can in this game. And they'll even mention, well, you know, at this speed you can see the speed. I never once thought about the rotation of the ball as a batter. And some of you may say, well, you must not have been very good. So the people that played with me remember that I was very good. I remember one season, and I have still the stuff from it, 1979. Some reason I have scorecards and I have a game ball, um, which actually should be coming up here in May. I need to find that game ball. Uh, I just remember I had two home runs and an unassisted double play in that, and that was the game ball to me. We won 12 to seven. I haven't seen that game ball in forever. We were called, I even came up with a name for our team, which is this is 1979. I want to be called the Bears, like the Bad News Bears, because I already knew. So we went, I wanted to be the Bad News Bears. They said, no, let's go as the Bears. So we were the Bears. So it's Bears beat the Royals, because if they thought I was not creative, because there was a movie called the bad news bears out about a kid's baseball team. And I wanted to be the bad news bears out. We played a team on this day called the Royals and we live in Kansas city. So don't even think about my lack of, of creativity when it comes to, to naming something. I am well aware that lack of creativity in naming comes from me. Now I will say this in my defense with lack of, of naming, it's just because it's easy. A chipmunk who's named Chippy, a squirrel who's named Squirrely, I don't have to do a lot of brain power to remember what their names are. Fish named Fishy and the team named the Bad News Bears. But honestly, I need to find that picture because the co- if you looked at us and then you looked at the cast from the Bad News Bears, you would have a hard time deciphering who was reality, who was a movie cast, I believe. But that season, I was 49 of 52, which was a batting average of 962. My batting average was 96.2%. I don't even know how I got, I actually do remember, one was a ground out to third base, or to first base. I 100%, because I remember, and I think there was a groan, like everyone was like, he got out. And I rem I, I there's certain things that I remember about that season. I remember one of the places we were playing where the bases were loaded and the pitch was like two feet above my head. And I fucking swung at it. And I remember my coach going, He must want to hit the ball. And the next the next pitch I hit a home run. Now this is back Back in very youth ball, back in the seventies, so there weren't fences, there weren't nice little league fields at that time, like you find, at least not in this area. So if you hit it and got, if you hit a screamer and you got to pass the outfields and you weren't a gimp, you were gonna, it would be a home run. And I was fast, so I, I just remember it was almost like an axe chop is what I did. And I remember taking the swing and them calling straight. And there were some groans. I think there were some laughs from the other team parents. But I remember my coach saying he must want to hit the ball because there's no reason I'm swinging to that pitch otherwise. And then the next pitch, I hit a home run. I remember the first home run I ever hit. Another, we'll call it inside the park, but there wasn't really a park. We'll, we'll call it a no-fence home run is what it was. I remember my dad wasn't there. I remember one of his friends had taken me because my dad had to work that day or couldn't get off. It was, it was weird. It was the first game and one of only two games that I remember my parents not going to. <clears throat> the other one, I got my ankle broken in a soccer match. So I was laying on the pitch with a broken ankle and the, and, the, uh, and the people came out with the ambulance and they took me off. And at that point I said, never again will I play soccer. And they said, because of the injury... I said, no, because of this horrible accent. No, the reason is, and I swear this is true, when I was being taken off the pitch, the soccer pitch on a stretcher to get loaded into an ambulance, I realized at that point, soccer did not have cheerleaders. Yeah, because I had to wait until I think Monday I got back to school before I started getting any sympathy from the girls. And this was sixth grade. So I was really into girls and sympathy and sympathy from girls at that point. So yeah, that was fun. They weren't at that game either. Anywho, anyhow, anyway, I digress. I was talking about sports and I was talking about baseball. So I'm learning and watching. I'm learning a lot about the game because I just played it. I just never, I remember another time as a youth, the only two things, I remember three things from this team. I remember uh, four things. I remember two plays, passing out on the bench because of heat exhaustion, and the uniforms that we wore, wore in my my picture. Because I did not have good hair during that picture. I mean, if I had that hair now, I would love it and say it was great hair. But at the time, if you look at the picture and knowing that I I could have had better hair then. And they were Navy polyester uniforms, which is great to be on the arid plains of Kansas in July and August. That is just wonderful. But I remember I was playing second base, and there was a person on second. No one said anything to me about this. I just remember my dad talking to me about it afterwards, is that there was a grounder to second. I picked it up. I threw the guy out at third. I got the lead runner. It was not a force play. There was no one on first. The guy took off to go to third, and I threw, and we got him out. I didn't think about that. No one taught me, like, oh, get the lead runner. Like, now as an adult and have played baseball, but at that time, so I think I was underwhelmed with the game and the complexities of the game. Because I never like, one thing I, I don't understand in baseball is why after every pitch, even if you don't swing, batters will step out of the box and they have to readjust their batting gloves and everything. I'm like, really? I mean, I have a touch of OCD and I'm not that fucking bad. But I see, I wouldn't do that because I would just stand in the box because I'm just ready for him to throw me another pitch. Come on, let's go, let's go. I just want to see pitches, I want to see something I'm going to try to hit. I didn't give it any more thought than that. So when they talk about, oh, well, if you throw the perfect change up here, why would I... So sometimes, a lot of times, I will go with things that I think are different than what the situation called for. And it doesn't always work out well. So there's probably a reason why they do things in a manner that they do. I never thought about that. I mean... It's not what you think about when you're playing little league baseball. Um, you know, and then I got to high school, and once I got to high school, I just, I didn't think about baseball anymore. I mean, I, they probably just didn't um, from a, I just didn't see the sign, hey, baseball tryouts or whatever, which is, which is fine. I remember playing softball in gym and Coach McDonald, the baseball coach at South. I was at third, and there was a a hit. It's like a, almost like a bunt. It died in the wet grass, wet morning grass of gym class. And I ran up, picked it up barehanded, threw it from an awkward position, got him out. And coach says, I don't have anyone on my team that can do that. I was like, huh. And that's never like, oh, well, you know, I love it. I liked playing baseball, but I also thought it was a very boring sport. I wanted to be and I would. So I didn't care about my other teammates that much because if I saw a team was hitting the ball to the right side of the field, then I would and I was in left field. Then I would want to can I go to right field? Can I play second base? Can I so I would want to be something. I I wanted to be involved. Me with a idle mind is not good. Because I was probably thinking about things to change. Like why do starters start? Why don't you start with a closer? Oh, what? Leads me into Tampa Bay. So a couple of years ago when Tampa started sending out closers to start games, people lost their mind because of baseball is very traditional. Um I I I get it. Uh, things change, so let's just say this I really enjoy Rays baseball, they're fun to watch, and yes, they're fun to watch right now while they have been success- successful over the last few years. They are an entertaining team to watch. Um, I don't get to see all their games live, rarely do I get to see them live. But almost every day I go and watch the game recap on YouTube. And it is so much fun to watch because they play a style of ball that I used to play. Like, I remember even when I would play growing up, I I would call it... I'd almost joke now that it would be video game styles. I'd call it bunk plays where just... Do things in a, in a gaming environment that you know you can get away with because it's a glitch in the system. And so my glitch in the system would be if I would hit a ball to third base and I'm trucking, I'm cruising to to first base and I know that I'm going to beat it to first base, I will glance over to second base and see if anyone's there. And if no one was there, I would take this, and so I would hit the bag, and I would just maybe sometimes turn and go, sometimes take a step or two like I was going to turn and then take off to second. Because if no one's at second, first of all, it takes a person a split second to figure out what's going on. And then now you have three people that have to figure out what's going on. The first baseman with the ball in their hand and the second baseman and the shortstop, now they're like, oh, shit, who covers? So now you may have two people converging on there, which is going to cause more confusion. And then you you now have put the first baseman, who typically is not throwing the ball a lot. He is receiving the ball, not throwing. Now I've put them under pressure to make a pinpoint accurate throw to second base, to a second baseman or a shortstop. You're not sure which one of them, if either one of them is going to be there. So I can't tell you how often I would turn a single into a double. Last night's game against the A's, Kevin Kiermaier did that. He hit a ball out to left field, excuse me, right field, and it was not, there was nothing that said double. Nothing at all that said double on this hit. It was just a hit that got to the ground and went to the right fielder. That being said, Kevin Kiermeyer decided that no one's thinking this is a double hit, so I'm going to start in a double. And it was close, and he barely made it. But here's the thing: if he would have been caught there, people would have said, "Oh, that was so stupid. Why did you try to do that? Why did you try to do that? Because we're trying to get runs. That's why we're trying to do that. At one point, we were down five to one. We were up one nothing at the beginning of the 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 top of the first, and then it was five nothing very quickly." Or excuse me, 5-1 very quickly. And then we had to tie it 5-5 five, five going into the ninth, which is fun to have that happen, to be tied in the ninth inning like that, to to, to tie that up. And then we go into the 10th inning and we score five runs. And then we still give up two runs to make it interesting. So we went 10-7 to seven in extra innings. It is so much fun to watch. I cannot wait. I have actually been upset because while I am off work right now with my hand, I was like, well, maybe there are going to be some day games. And there are only two day games between now and the time that I go back to work, and they're right after Dakota's surgery, so I'm not even sure I'm going to be able to go. But I may try to go to one of the games against the White Sox when they're in town. Because it's a, like a one o'clock game. It'll just be fun to go out there. I was watching yesterday. I don't know. I think it started, I'm trying to remember what time I started seeing updates on my phone. I think the game started around three or five o'clock in Oakland. But there were not very many. It, it reminded me of when I would go to Rays games. So, and I don't know if I told that story. I know I told it yesterday, but the problem is I've now done five episodes that I'm not using, five whole or partial episodes that I'm not using since the last one. So I'm not sure what I put in there or what I didn't. But there have been times where I've been at the Rays games where opposing teams can hear what you yell from the stands. So be careful. And then how if there's a foul ball and it's kind of in a place that's far away from fans, you may have the ability to go leave your suite, go to the bathroom, walk down there, and still get the ball. No scrambling for balls there. I would be surprised. They should put dates on the balls at Tropicana Field to see if there's ever any random ball that's just found, like a foul ball that was hit and no one ever went after it. You know, you find a ball from, like, 2011. Oh, this is from our... uh, our game against the Royals in 2011. That would be funny. Uh, so I made it 30 minutes without being too angry. So I'm going to applaud myself there. Well, thank you. I appreciate it very much. Uh, hockey's going good. We're going to eventually lose again. I get that. I don't know. Part of me wants to see us... Um, Go deep into that. I would love us to win again. That'd be amazing. But I know eventually we're going to have to lose, so why wouldn't it be this year? Why couldn't it be this year? That being said, I almost want us to win this first round now just because of the way that Toronto acted. I feel like they kind of deserve it now. That was... Their celebration was so embellished that... That if it was, I don't know how I'd reference that. If it was a call in sports, it'd be like a flop. It'd be an embellishment penalty. Like when someone gets tripped or something in hockey, the person that actually drew the penalty can get a penalty themselves if they embellish. And that's what I feel like their celebration was. Like they embellished it. Like if you just showed the reaction of the crowd post game and ask the average hockey fan what do you think they're celebrating right now most likely you would say, someone would say championship if you talk to an experienced hockey fan they would know that you were talk they would see stuff that said uh Toronto Maple Leafs and they know they would know that you weren't talking about championships cuz they haven't won one in 50 years 54 years oh. That should be really. I feel bad. I mean, the last time to get to touch something, I would have been a newborn. What the fudge? That, it's got to make people feel bad. People that are still alive, that remember whether they were 10 years old. So how old? So maybe 10 years old you could remember that. 8 to 10, you could remember that. So the earliest maybe is 60 to 65. So a person has to be 60 to 65 and a huge, come from a huge Maple Leafs family and be fanned to somehow have the memory of the last time the Maple Leafs won. Wow. That, That's, that's crazy. We've won. Three in the last twenty years, yay us! That that does deserve. Now I do. I am concerned with the Rays. So in two thousand eight, I thought the world may come to an end, and then I thought it would come to an end a couple of years ago as well. So I have said because my Buccaneers have won a Super Bowl, my a couple of them now. The Lightning have won multiple. Uh, Stanley Cups my only other professional major sport team is going to be the Rays and they have yet to win a championship and they've been in the World Series a few times they just have not won my problem is that I've also I have often thought that the end of the world would happen that would be the signifier like some people believe the end of the world is going to be uh, plagues of locusts and rivers turning uh, into blood and things like that. I would hazard to guess that it's going to be something more benign like the Rays winning a world championship. And then things just go, oh. I almost did the sound instead of pushing the button. I know. I profess to be a genius. I have a card in my wallet that says that I'm a genius. I have access to a site where geniuses congregate. I get it. I'm not always a genius. Just most of the time. Anyway, I'm, I'm so glad that I was able to get a 37-minute show out of this, honestly. Because as opposed to the other shows, I am going to keep them. I may release them at some point. Um, all my other shows that I didn't, Publish, I deleted. So they are gone. Never to be retrieved, to my knowledge. However, these shows I believe I'm going to keep. And then I may just listen to them at the simple... I don't know. So we'll see. But I'm glad that I wasn't angry. I may be angry. No. Even if the Lightning lose, if they get swept in the first round, it's... It's fine. They're going to lose again. And like I said, I like Toronto. I would like to see them do well. The only reason I don't, and I get it, it's spite. But you know what? I'm fine with that. Don't think I'm not fine with the spite. The way they reacted Monday night. I just, I don't know. Maybe. I don't even think I was that excited at either one of our last two Stanley Cups. And granted, I wasn't with thousands of people. I wasn't even in the home state or city that my hometown team resides in any longer. So that makes it more difficult. Two years ago, I was watching at home. Last year, I think I still watched it at home because I don't like others. We do have a hockey bar here in town called the Blue Line Uh, Sometimes I'll go down there and watch uh, to be with other hockey fans. But this, um, I didn't celebrate as much as they celebrated about a win, game one win. I don't want to bring it up, but I am. You were up three to one against Montreal last year and you all blew it. I hope you all learned something from that. I mean, I think that the Lightning learned something two years ago when we got swept in the first round after winning a league record 62 games. That that was difficult. But even if we get swept this year, it's not that big a deal. We got Lord Stanley Cup, a couple of them. So, anyway, we're coming up on 40 minutes. I'm glad I'm able to get this show out. Uh I am going to try to keep this and they may not always be happy, but I was really not enjoying doing talking about what I was talking about. I probably will not talk about incels too much longer or too much more often. I may talk about them with Bobby a little, but I'm over that too. Not that I just want to talk about fluff pieces, but I am the stone genius. I want to be happy. I want to be stone too. So on that note, deuces, I'm out of here.